0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the Empire speaks, the Empress listens. The Empress, a place where truth just is. No political correctness needed. Bring your heart in your ears. Let's tell it like it really is. The Empress speaks on Sundays and Wednesdays at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio. And tune in live on Blab to see the queen known as she. Call in live, 646-478-5625. It's where the Empress speaks and the Empress listens. the best that I can. It is Wednesday. I did get the date right. Uh we are on blab.im that is back and forth, a lot of uh, numbers that come on and then a lot of numbers that go away. But I feel like as many available ears that will hear me and that will listen and that will help me uh, learn about me, because Empire, again, was born out of me needing an outlet and the availability to help uh, others as I help myself. Um, I have never uh, been one that uh, met strangers. I love speaking with people about everything has always been a part of my personality. And so radio was just a natural step for me. I think that um, not having the necessity to be seen uh, can be helpful at times. But uh, also, you know, with the Blab, you know, you can see. So it's very interactive, which is also helpful. I'm not going to bash it. Uh, It's just one of the options that we have. From The Empress says on Blab, I am on blog as the Empress speaks. And we are live recording on there as well as call in and actually be live on the show. The number, uh, both uh, toll free, 855 If you like to call in through the other number, which is also toll free but not an uh, 855 number, it is 646 478 5625. Again, that's 646 478 5625 and 855 Now, We have had such great turnouts regarding other types of topics, but I am moved to not always concentrate on sex, but I think that relationship is key in a lot of different realms of life, a lot of different experiences, and this show tonight is about being a single parent and being sane and being able to uh, deal with that. Uh, in and of itself. And a lot of people won't say it. A lot of people won't admit it. A lot of people want to act as if this is just a norm. It First of all, let's just get this out of the way. It is not normal to have to raise or rear a child by yourself. Um, I know that a lot of people do it and do it well. They want applause for it. They feel that it is the, you know, lot that they've been given, so they make it do what it do. And I'm not kicking that at all because I am a new member of But I think just like marriage, no one gets married to get divorced, and I don't think anybody has a child to immediately or knowingly become a single parent. I don't think that that is the case for most people, and I also think that most people who are single who are in the realm of wanting relationships should also understand that you have now become a majority of persons, not in numbers, but in those who want relationships uh, that may involve becoming an instant parent. I mean, if there is not, uh, I don't have any statistics because I don't want to be analytical or statistical about our talk tonight. I just want to be practical, and this is from an experience standpoint, and this is from what I feel is what, what has helped me the most in my coming into this new space of being a single parent. Now a lot of people tell me, and I've heard people say it in different ways. I've heard some people say there is no such thing as a single parent; it just means that you're singly in the household with that child at different times when you have a living and breathing co-parent or uh, you know other parents. It's just that you don't physically live together. So a a single parent is like oxymoron for some people. But the truth of the matter is, is that single parenthood is becoming or has already nearly replaced first-time marriage relationships with children. Um, that's relationships both married and not, where there are two people living in the home, married or not. Uh, single parenting is becoming more of an often norm than um, children in a home with two parents. And we, we talked about that on the other show, and I think that it's interesting to understand that just because you are single, it does not mean that you won't be a parent. Um, and I'm not saying that you would just go and be fruitful and multiply and leave children all over the globe. That happens as well. But the the the, the bigger picture and the more obvious truth is that anyone in this day and age, who wants to have a relationship or who wants to have a family may not get the generic or the standard or the nuclear family that we were taught in. When you talk about being a parent, um, a lot of people feel that you don't have to be in birth to be a parent. I agree. Um, some people feel like it is a necessity that you have that experience from the cradle up through um, childhood, adolescence, and adulthood to have a full experience. I'm not there. I don't know that I agree with that. I just think that if you become the primary support person for a dependent who is not able to do all of the necessities of life, uh, somewhere to live, some clothes to buy for themselves and and provide housing for themselves, uh, transportation to any type of job or anything like that, you are a parent. You don't necessarily have to have an arm baby, in my opinion, to be a parent. But I think there is a difference between assuming an already formed person uh, and becoming uh, a depend- uh, them becoming independent to you and you independently having your own child. So, you know, I think that anybody and everybody, not necessarily a truth that you have to just in that same realm, that you just have to have give birth, you have to have a pregnancy. And I've heard it a lot of times where women feel like unless they give birth, that they're not a mom. Um, I mean, one of my very close friends recently just actually on Valentine's Day had her second first son. She has an adopted daughter, but she birthed her second child, and she says now she feels complete where she was a parent well before she ever gave birth because she had an adoptive daughter who was seven years old who needed her, who provided a, a home and clothes and, and all of the provisions for life to that child. But there was a missing part that I think she feels now completed with, with having had the whole pregnancy experience. And one of the reasons why this particular show came up is because I um, had a moment. Um, I, I had, and 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 I don't think that, again, I'm special. I don't think that I have any experiences that are unique to like they're just oh my god this no doesn't happen to everybody, but anything that's happening in your personal life is. pinnacle moment it is bigger than anybody else's moment whether it's exactly the same or not it's just that truth the truth is is that when you experience any level of change in your life it's going to resonate more with you because you're actually physically in it and so you know I had pride in my uh coming into myself being a single mother up to uh, restarting my living capacity and provision for them without the help of others. And I said, you know, this may not be too bad. And um, sometimes I have highs and lows, but just, you know, I realized that I had – what ha- well, let me just say what happened. What happened was I was overwhelmed about too many things in one day on Monday. You know, I can, I can, I can twist and turn with the regularity of being irregular in life as a woman and as a mother and as a provider and all the other little hats that I put on because duty in some way, shape, or form. Mine happens to be mother as well as uh, I'm going to say, quote unquote, father because I'm not saying that I'm replaceable to a man. Uh, It is not my intent to even insinuate that. And because I'm a woman, I can only speak from that perspective, but I think that this is a truth that is true for men as well. There are men who are caring 100% uh, or 90% or more for their children, uh, whereas the mother is uh, an absent in the majority of the children's experience. So I I, I said, you know, I was doing good, and I knew, you know, there's points where you juggle. Uh, different things, and on Monday, just too many things happened, and I wasn't able to process them. And I was so overwhelmed that I was almost rendered air wise almost. I could not get myself together to under- to make any decisions on anything. First of all, the weather was really, really bad. I had forgotten about uh, a mandatory uh, informational that I had to do at work, so I had forgotten to make provisions for my children. The moment that I made provisions for them to be taken care of, and all of that took, uh, so that I can continue on with what I needed to do to provide for them, then the ceiling fell down with uh, some conduct issues with my son. Um, that came out of nowhere in the middle of my working through this uh, project at, at work with a presentation that's supposed to be a strong presentation with this new application we're using. So every single hat that I was wearing that I usually take turns, taking them off and putting them back on, all beckoning me at the same time. And I was absolutely beside myself. I didn't know what to do other than just try not to cry in front of these people who were, who had no idea if I was a mother or anything else. So it was so overwhelming that I started to have chest pain. I had what I think was the beginning of a panic attack because I've been on this mode of going so long that I didn't realize that I had not shed a break And sometimes my body tells me, yeah, you need to take a break because I oversleep. Or yeah, you're not eating right because I'm dizzy. Or yeah, you might need to try this because, you know, I I lose my keys. uh, I forget to pay. I come home and I've forgotten to pay the power bill, and I have to try to dial in the dark, try to make sure everything gets done. But it was an aha moment for me. And then I, in that stillness, recognized how many people do this on a daily basis and have been for years with no support, with no job, and no outlet. Now, I will say this, that I had the advantage of having, and I still have some advantage, but I had the advantage of, had in my mother, but she passed on this past June. Uh, my mother is was not in the same city or state where I was, but I had the ability to just have consultation that was sound. Um, I did when I was married have immediate family around me that I could trust and that I could exchange off with when I or their dad. Uh, my cousin at that time could not. So there was a way for me to be able to still function swap hat with a certain level of stability and reliability. And suddenly I was in a place where I had no support. I had no options. All of the resource and problem solving was going to have to come from me. And when I started to do this research, it was just a verification of something that I had just never thought about because it had been something that I felt like I was managing well, but I know now that I may not have been. Um, and so what I looked up is I looked up what parenting is, and, of course, like I said, we have had this show before with regard to the numbers of single parented homes not just mothers, but there has been a growth in the number of fathers. Uh, single-father uh, households uh, with children that's grown in a very minimal amount, but significant enough that there are provisions that are now available for men that weren't there before. There are uh, provisions out of the yin-yang have always been for women, and a lot of people don't want to talk about some of these things because it's advantageous. If it, There are some advantages to being a single parent, um, if there is an exchange off, and a lot of people want to act as if you know there you know there's nothing glamorous about it, there's nothing uh getting from it, I think that that truth is 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 that is a lie basically, and that the truth is is that if your situation is set up in such a way, it absolutely can be advantageous, but the overwhelming majority of people are not married to millionaire men do not have the right to get alimony, uh, do not have significant family that they can trust with the caregivings of their children and provisions for their children. So it's different. It, 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 it We can't say that it doesn't benefit some because it does, but at the same time, there are some things that we need to just face the truth of, and that is this. Um, there are stressors. First of all, like I said, if it takes two parents, or two people, to create an event or a situation, and in this case, a child. I think it takes two people for every part of the ongoing of that child. So with that being said, the whole idea of being a single parent means that everything that would normally be split in half is now the sole responsibility of one. And, you know, one of the things that is, it pisses me off to even hear or to even, first, it, it hurts to hear men complain about child support. Now, they have some legitimate issues with regard to child support, but at the same time, if there was no statistical basis to giving the charge of child support to a known father, then we wouldn't have this issue. And in layman's terms, if the state didn't know that men would bail, we wouldn't have this issue. The overwhelming majority of men are not willingly, financially supportive of children that they absolutely know are theirs once their relationship has split. And the The thing that has happened is that the outcome of that situation is now that you have women who see an opportunity to either trick men into relationships that they no longer want and use the children as a pawn, or they do that along with using the children as a financial gain for 18 years. Um, And that's whether you're married or not, because most states don't require a marriage. They just require a paternity. And if there's a certain amount of living situation where you have shown that you've been the parent, uh, accepted the role as parent, or being listed and non-contested as a parent, um,
0: you are a parent.
1: So first and foremost, The stresses that I looked through um, were very bad, but they all could be condensed into, let's see, one, two, three, maybe four different rounds. The first, of course, is obvious. The same reason why people get divorced is the same reason why people are stressed about being single parents. And it's finances. It's always about the money. Um, Creating a budget is the best way to live in a two-income home, so that is the same truth inside of a single-family home. But the truth is, is with children growing, a lot of the times that's hard to gauge. And people want to always say, well, if you were budgeting the money as a a married person, then it shouldn't be very difficult to do the same with uh, children. But the truth is, children don't come with a blueprint. They also don't come with the expectations that you think. Even the most normal, the most uh, expected expenses uh, can balloon into unexpected uh, debt and unexpected cost and necessity that almost is impossible for the basic income full-time working mother or father to provide by themselves. A lot of people get on assistance, and I've seen, read, and heard men say, you know, like women are just like, they feel as if women are using the system, child support, and other means of assistance to live well, when the truth is, it barely makes the minimum of what you need available. A lot of people just don't get that. Some people just think that it's just like an option to get child support for a child that you know is yours and that, you know, I don't need his support. I don't want his support. Matter of fact, I can do this all by myself. It's not even about ego of the parent. This is not even about you anymore. This is about what is duly just for a child that would have had dual uh, income availability for for their needs if you were still in that relationship. And so to refuse financial assistance or for men to damn women for asking for that assistance, to me, is very immature and is very insensitive to the child need. I've even heard men say and actually one of the guys who was on the show not too long ago, he is the uh uh radio personality for the advice show, um, out of I think it's just maybe no, out of Texas. And he does a really big broadcast and he talks to a lot of different people and I was surprised to hear him even say that he felt like child support should be able to be banked and put away for those children to assure that it's available for the child and not being misused by the parent, which is the same thing as saying I'm not going to assist this child. Because if you think about it, if I'm going to get those supports and not use it, what, who's going to help me with the feeding that's needed now, with the provisions that's needed now? Like... That kind of rationale to me is just another excuse to not uh, contribute to a relationship that is now gone. So child support is not, to me, an option. I really wanted a divorce. I knew that I made more money than my ex, and I knew that I had the capability of providing for them um, on a different level, but it would be a provision. And I did not want to make for of their father for the sake of I put him on child support. I didn't want that at all, so it wasn't even about that. But uh, a single income will never be enough for one child because it takes two incomes, two people, two souls, and two beings to create them, and I think it takes that to support them as well. The second thing that happens a lot that causes stress to single parents is the lack of support and help by um, people in their lives, a lot of people, and I found this to be true for myself, because once I divorced, I looked around, and I was the only divorced person in my group of friends, in my family. Um, a lot of the people in my life were just there to help me as a, as a as a friend. They were helping the female. They were helping the mother. They were helping the uh, wife. And once I lost my marriage, I became, again, a single person, me, and, but my immediate group of friends and everyone else were married. So they had something totally different to offer to me, which was a change in support. Uh, even some people felt torn between whether or not they wanted to continue to be friends with me because they were friends with the both of us. Some friends, I lost totally altogether because I only knew them because of my ex-husband. So when I lost that marriage, I lost that resource. Uh, and particularly with being a single female parent, when you have a female child, uh, even so with a son, but with a female child, the support people around you, for me, and this is just me personally, this is nothing statistical or anything that I read, It's that much harder. I think that it's pretty much easier to find someone that can really support a a young boy in this world because there are boy-driven, really strong, ideal types of programs for them. Um, Sports being one of the activities that a lot of boys sometimes participate in, where there are some availability for females but the competitiveness and all of that all of that attitude with those types of things to me are more so geared toward male children. Now that may not be the, the truth that's just been my experience. On the other hand, as a mom of a daughter, I had no problem dropping my daughter off with her grandmother, uh with her aunt. Um um very rarely have I even dropped her off with any non-relative in my life, but again, when you become a single parent, sometimes those auxiliary persons and support systems they immediately disappear. I lost, of course, like I said, I lost my mom. So my mom's not here. Family is not in this state. So, and then the friends and everybody that I had were these coupled people who were coupled friends that met me under couple situations. So two provide that same support uh, when my coupling had split became very difficult for some some um, groups of friends. And I totally understand I don't damn them for deserting me, and I didn't really feel deserted. The dynamics of how we related to each other changed. And because I had a very difficult separation between myself and my ex, it made it that much harder. I also had really, really small children at the time, and everybody can't keep my kids. So it was just different. It was uh, hard. And so besides the first being financial, then when you have the money but you don't trust the support systems around you, you can pay all the money you want in the world and get all of the child care programs, but this world is devious. It's like I wouldn't dare. I would rather lose that I wouldn't make than to – hire a babysitter, I don't know, just to say that I have one. Just like this past weekend, another single mother and I who have been friends since we've been here, who I met once I started school, we created a network where we can tag off because, and I'm going to get to the things that you can do as single parents in distress because it's a necessity for just being a sane human being, but it's the more so when you have children. But I was has a son, I have a son, Um, she has a family full of, of sisters and family that's not here either. So going to repeat things that are seen, heard, and done by that peer group. So when I'm not available as the immediate adult resource, the people around your children need to be of quality to be role modeled after, not uh, actively, but passively. Some, whoever your children are around is who your children will be like. That's including yourself, And, Lord, pray for me and pray for my daughter because there are some things about myself that I have to correct as her mother. So it's even more so if a constant um, uh, child care provider is in the access to that child. So that child will take on, whether good or bad, some of those same modeling behaviors as the people that they're around. And that is a stressor. That's not a haphazard Choice for me, and I know that that's uh, also the truth for for parents, uh, other parents. And then the the uh, the next thing is one stress is a stress that I think I, I never even really thought of it until like recently now, when I first divorced or started the process of divorce. It wasn't a amicable divorce, but it was a divorce that we both saw happening and it wasn't stopping. So we had a plan, and the plan was if I kept them Monday through Friday, every Saturday and Sunday, he would have them. So for the first three years during that period, every weekend I had off. I had the time for myself to reprogram, to rejuvenate, to start over and get prepared for Monday morning. The overwhelming majority of women that I know do not have that. So that's one of the reasons why I had to stop crying Monday because for three years, literally, as soon as Friday evening got here, I was already packed and I was out the door because I just needed another space. I needed to go and read establish what was happening, time for myself. Now, I will admit this, and I don't have a problem saying this, and I've said to people in my immediate life, and I think that it's, it's, it's a necessity to say here on, on air, it is stressful and it can be life-changing, this level of change. Like I said earlier, nobody marries, get divorced, and most people don't have children to become single parents. No one wants to just add that on, but when life happens, you keep moving. It has actually, I've watched people who were totally productive, totally progressive, literally lose their minds when they lost their relationship, and it changed It's just like the commercial when they tell you when you have a baby, everything changes. When you lose a relationship, everything changes, not just finances, not just your support group, but the time that you had for yourself. I can remember waiting for their dad to get home in the evening time, and as soon as he did, it was like I took an off. I was able to move myself out, get in a space, where I could have some time for myself. Um, And that would prepare me for when I had to get back in because I knew it was coming. I knew it. He wasn't going to be there forever. I knew that Monday morning was coming. I knew that they were going to want their mother. And eventually, I wanted my children. So when a single parent doesn't have that option, the stress level may not be vocalized, but it is Definitely experience, especially when the entire relationship is set up where you had a support in a significant other or somebody there, and then suddenly they disappear. Some women start off with, and I, I had to, again, I had to stop myself from complaining because I did not have my children not knowing if this person was going to be on board. We had children, and we were working that as a married couple have a marital issue but when that blew up the roles of parenthood did not change so there was a necessity to keep doing that we kept doing that and it just has morphed into something different i cannot imagine the stress the worry the levels of non-sleep that a parent can get when from the very find out that you're pregnant that someone's not there that you know from the very beginning that once I birth this child, all of this responsibility is mine. A lot of people function under that. And they know the life that they have at that point will never be the same. People act like that's not stressful. That is one of the most stressful things that can happen to a person that is pulled or pushed into a a situation with no no game plan. And I'm not talking about, you're not planning for the baby or you're not planning for the birth or you're not planning for the late up at night. Nothing about childbirth is fully understood until you're there. It's just like, and, you know, I hate to say it to an orgasm. People say, I didn't even know I wasn't doing that until they have one. You don't know labor until you're in it. People can explain it to you all they want. You don't know marriage and divorce until you've been there. And the same thing is true. I saw people functioning as single parents, so I said this has to be able to be done, and it has to be able to be done well, because I see people doing it all the time. They don't complain. Things are going well. Everybody's doing good. When I got in, I thought something was wrong with me, because I'm like, I'm losing it. Like, my mind wouldn't stop. I would not be able to turn off, and therefore, I was Anybody, at one point back in 2013, or their significant other, or men who snap because there's this new man in a relationship who's being the government over their child, or women who decide if this other woman can't have him, you can't have him either. I remember very vaguely of a husband and wife who were going through a divorce but decided to live in the same house somewhere in Georgia, actually, and A girlfriend was introduced into this relationship or what have you. She wasn't happy with the situation and came and shot and killed, you know, the wife and I think the significant other. You know, these are some real issues. That doesn't just happen just because you got pissed off that day. These are issues that have to do with relationships that are broken and never severed or healed enough to be able to be functional. So let me tell you some things that you need to do. And I'm not saying that I have ever been to a point of wanting to kill anybody. Well, that's a lie. I really wanted to kill my ex because I felt like that if you didn't want to try to do right by me for me, you should have wanted to try to do right for the sake of the children, but I'm actually glad that the truth is if something is not in someone, the best resolution is to create a new happening for yourself and for the children. That's what I did, and these are the things that you can do. It's long ago. On Ain't nobody getting up in the seat. We're still on Blab. excuse me and we're still on blogtalkradio.com. Com. The phone number is eight five five three four nine zero six six eight four six four six. 4, 7, 8, 5, and I'm going to go ahead and try to get back on Terrascope so just to see if anybody else wants to join us in this conversation because I think this is a conversation that needs to be had. A lot of people try to act like single singledom is I. And it, it it may be. Maybe I'm just tripped, but I doubt it. I, I know of people who are having extremely hard times trying to move forward. Because they're still stuck. Hi guys, I see you adding on there. Um, people who are still having a hard time at add, adding up the brokenness. You you've lost your relationship. You've lost that extra help and income. You've lost a lot of things. And what you don't want to lose is your mind. Do not want to transfer that loss to your children. Because believe it or not. The way that you process through this relationship, loss or gain, however you want to look at it, the gaining of being single or the loss of that relationship and and, and combined efforts to, to help the children, however you want to look at it, that's going to affect uh, the children in a way that's either positive or negative. And the health level of the grown folk, I'm talking about mental health, And I'm talking about heart health. I'm talking about knowing where you are, knowing who you are, and having a plan for what you want for yourself and for your children. If you don't have that, then you offer up instability to those children on top of loss from that relationship as well. So one of the things you have to do, I think, first, the very first thing is you have to understand Life goes on. It's going to be different. You're not going to. Yes, I left that big-ass house in that gated community, so I cannot keep living inside of that big bedroom. I can't. I'm not there. I have to create a reality that's safe and reliable. Not for me, because we talk about the children, because I live in a car. I would live on the corner. If it was just me by myself, I would live in a box as long as I'm safe and as long as I'm good. But we're talking about the children, so we have to build a stability that is as close to the stability that they had with both parents because they were always supervised, they were always provided for, they were always given what they needed and a lot of what they wanted and reliable environment for them. Which includes child care when you're not there, a lot of people don't have a problem A lot of people don't have a problem with when they're there because you're your best agent for your child when you're present, but when you're not, you have to make sure that you're not putting them in a situation where they're vulnerable. Where they're not safe, you know. A lot, and, and I, I, I'll, I'll never forget this lady in Michigan. I watched her court case. She had left her husband, who was abusive to her, and to a relationship with a man who was good to her, but who was molesting her daughter. Not only was he molesting her daughter, so too was her boyfriend, nephew or something. She killed everybody. She killed everybody and he was like, Oh, that is just so crazy. No, what happens is is that the provisions that she set up she thought was safe for her children while she was not there. Because the best scenario is to have a mom and a dad. You're mom um, and your dad, but the truth is is that most homes don't have the both. So providing a safe and reliable uh, uh, investment in your child with their after-school care, literally I work to provide after-school care, and I'm about that close from them being old enough to care for themselves, but now I got to trust them to do that, and I would prefer have a licensed provider care for them rather than them if I don't trust them. But when we're talking about little bitty children and you got to go to work, anybody can't keep your child. Everybody shouldn't keep your child. That should not be a standard. And And this is the thing. When you don't realize the first step that everything has changed, that's when you open the door to danger. Because people want to think they can still go out, you can still function, you can still ball out, you can still stay out to 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. There's no way for you to function in the same way you was in a relationship with that other parent as a single parent. Some people go out of their way to try to still stay and show that other parent, I still got to go. You are putting your children in detriment when you do. If you are not sure, all of the other uh, questions that you would ask if someone just dropped their kid at your house. You should not leave your child with someone you can't answer all of those questions to. I don't know it's not acceptable for me. I don't know who lives in the house. Mm-mm. You can't go over there. You can't spend a night with somebody, uh, period, because the t- That responsibility, I feel like, is ours. Then, too, utilize your family if you have those. And for those of you who don't have family, and I'm not just talking about somebody that's related to you by blood, your mama, sister, cousin, them. I ain't talking about just them. I'm talking about family because, see, family for me is extended past DNA. Family for me is the group of persons that I feel safe with, that I've experienced ups and downs with, and those that I can be brutally, honestly, truthful to, those people can keep my kids, because those people I know will take care of me. There's nobody on this earth that can keep my kids that I don't trust, period. There's nobody that I will allow to be a provider of, of anything, not even a meal, if I don't have That trust. So a lot of people, when I say family, I'm not just meaning just your real-life relatives. I'm talking about people that you have shared enough life with that you can be assured that they're not going to molest your child. They don't have molesters in their house. They don't do drugs, and so your child is not going to pick up a crank rock and be high and die. They don't have a pool that's unsupervised, and they know your child can't swim. Those types of people, when you know people to those extents and you know the things in their lives like that, then you can feel safe with providing uh, them as references and also as child care providers. And those, to me, are are family, family members. Family and relatives are different, um, but if they're able to satisfy you on levels of what they do, particularly with their own children, but the the relationship you have with them, then you need to utilize them when you're having too much time at being in your role. And, and and I would say this in the after show, but there is nothing wrong with needing a break from being a parent. It is a 24-7 job. It never cuts off. In your sleep you thinking about? I know I can say that for myself being a mom. I'm sure dads feel the same way. This is one of the most important things that I have been blessed part of. This club of motherhood is like the most important uh, job that I'll have, and I get pretty much one shot at it. So if you get too tired to do your best, there is nothing wrong with saying I need some help. I need a break. I'm tired. Uh, My children now are at an age where I can say that and they'll give me my space in our own domain. But there was a time when you can't tell a two and a three-year-old, I don't feel like cooking. There's not a time where you can tell someone that small that I'm not going to take care of your needs. So if you don't have blood relatives immediately around you. You need to start securing spaces in your friend zone, you know, past with people who are sound to see if there's a place for you as the mom, and then there's a place for you as the mother or the father. It's two different groups of people, two different ways of living, uh, possibly it doesn't have to be one and the same. And some people think that they have to have it all together. No, hell no. It's some stuff that, it's some people that I don't even party with. I ain't got time to explain to you all of this stuff. Feel me? So there are some people, you can't be around my children. I can, but you can't. So we got that. So find a safe, reliable place in child care for your child, and then utilize your family and create family where there is none. Um, my last point and then we're gonna go into the after show is to create I hope my booty. Now this period, so, okay. okay. Create an atmosphere where you're healthy as a person. See and I said this and this is one of the things that my sister uh Star said that resonated with her any level of relationship whether it's a mother father sister brother lover uh, whatever the more sound you are in that relationship the more healthy you are in that relationship is really depending on how sound you are by yourself and away from that relationship if you scatter forgetful Worried, tired, afraid, uh, exhausted. There's no way you're going to give sound advice to anybody, but particularly the most impressive people in your life, your children. So you have to understand, and this is something that anybody can understand, whether you're a parent or not, because anybody who wants to be in relationship at any level you have to be whole before you can offer anything to anybody else. If you, and see, that's why I think I'm still single because I'm still healing up the spaces in myself. That's why I had that come apart Monday. Monday, I almost lost it. I was like, I'm just tired of being in this place being a single parent doing all of this by myself but i know i have to do it i'm not checking out now some people check out some people decide to strap themselves in a car and you know get rid of the children some of that is some people's rational irrational but that's what they think is a rational answer to what's going on or i'm just going to leave you know and i I, i'm not judging women or men who just up and leave because they can't deal but the thing is After you're gone, there's still this little mind that still needs something. There's still this person who still needs help. There's still a child that needs to be tucked in. There's still a child who needs lunch money. You know, all of the things that we do for ourselves as adult people is doubly for a person who can't even get a job. So it's the same thing. I know what I want. I know I don't want to just eat anything. I know that I don't want to just wear anything. So those same truths are just human for the little bitty people. So understand that if you're a healthy human being who takes care of themselves, who gets checkups for themselves, who knows uh, what they want to have for dinner and that this is not too healthy and that's not too healthy. If you're taking care of self, then you have a healthy self to take care of children. And the opposite is also true. If you're too tired, and you're too stressed, and you're too e- e- extremely poor. Cool, that's why foundation type groups for women who need help. That's why there are women, and children, places when you can't. There's no way for you to be trying to keep you no know, five or six bedroom home when it took both of your incomes to have it. Just the thing, I still got it. There's no reason for you to be trying to ride in a BMW when that's what you need to look good about you, but the child just needs to get to school. You know what I'm saying? I, I I understand the loss of relationships, but what I don't understand is that single parents don't allow themselves the loss of that assistance. It took two people to have a child. So you shouldn't feel bad about Having sometimes where you just can't deal. What you need to do is take you some time and find yourself, get whole within yourself, and then you have a whole of uh, newness that will even let you see things and experience things with your ch- children in good ways and in bad ways that are absolutely are uh, different. I can remember, like I was so tired, just basic stuff got on my nerves. They wanted to eat. Oh my- they hungry, though. They need something to eat. They want something to, um, you know, eat. It's just they're hungry. Like, I was able to just cut out all of that extra and go straight to the place that they just really wanted me. And so now sometimes uh, I think in the older that the kids get, that is really the truth. I've even heard people say that, and I said, that is so just a so cliche about this thing about this stuff you talk about. But the truth is, is children want discipline. Children want to know that things are not their fault. Children want to know that you're okay, and if you're not okay. They just want to not be ignored in the process. You have to do the work. You have to take care of the kids. They just don't want to be ignored in the process. So, my best advice I'll give you in just a moment, but right before we leave, a quick commercial, and then the Empress have made it too by
0: right. Are you
1: tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am The Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at cooperdavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where The Empress speaks and The Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change
0: this but us.
1: Well, let me say this. I think that being a single parent is not a damning thing. (laughs) I don't think that being a single parent has to be a bad thing. I think that being a single parent is not the best option, but it's the options we're given. That's where I am. So I'm not damning anybody. For the place that you're in, it takes two parents to make um, let's see it says except okay they they've changed some things on here Uh it takes two parents to make a baby, and it takes two parents to provide holistically to that child i I am not my children's father. I'm not going to even try to be. I'm just going to be as much of a mom as I can be. And in order for me to be the best mom I can be, I have to be a whole woman. So when I need time for rest, I need to take it. When I need time for play, I need to take it. When I need time to get away from everybody and everything, I need to take it. That just means I've got to plan for my children, outside of that to be safe, provided for. And I'm telling you, this really does work. And it doesn't take a whole lot because I used to go literally out of the state, get a hotel room, order me some room service, take me a hot shower, eat, and go to sleep, knowing I ain't going to have to make up that bed or wash those dishes or do anything else and then do that for a Friday night, a Saturday night, and a Sunday morning. I eat that continental breakfast and get back in town, and I literally felt like I was recreated again. I was a little bit wholer. I felt a lot more stable just because I was able to detach from all of that responsibility of working as two people but really just being one. So I think that it's a Great way to revive yourself you don't have you don't necessarily have to go out of town, but you've got to give yourself some time to be a whole person by yourself in order to offer a whole person to your children. I'm going to end the broadcast without a song tonight, so we can go right on in on blab so meet me on blab dot I am, I am the empress Ed, and I'm going to do a little end because it don't sound right just to leave it like that. Then I'm going to be trying to snip it up in a a minute. Let me see. Let me tell you. I've, I've listened to this song that Jasmine Sullivan played, and Jasmine Sullivan doesn't have children. She's a single young woman, but she had a loss of relationship that I really don't know all the details about yet, but I'm still searching for it. But she lost a relationship that changed her forever, and but she wrote a song called Mona Lisa. And I'm telling you, that song, if you listen to the lyrics of that song, it's just about three minutes. I'm going to play that song. I'm going to get this makeup on my face, and I'm going to come right back, and we're going to get into this song. How about that, okay? I'll be right back. And you get up in this chair, gal, yeah, and we're got we, we going we gonna to chit-chat it about this motherhood
0: thing. <laughs>